and welcome back to Music Free Static. I hope you're having a fabulous day. It is a beautiful day on the internet, a beautiful day for a neighbor, and I am glad that you're mine today because we're going to talk about uh, creator media again, but I kind of want to talk about what the heck is happening <laughs> because the the whole... Eh, the whole creator media space is in sort of weird disarray, okay? It has been for a while, uh, to be fair. But it's interesting to look at it now from a creator perspective and look at, what the heck do I do with this? <laughs> okay, this is a question I've been asking myself. What the heck do I do in this space? So let me back up here for just a minute and set the scene here, right? So a couple of years ago, year and a half ago, something like that, Elon Musk bought Twitter. And that was the beginning of a creator media, I don't know, disaster. Um, it, it shattered the creator media scene, okay? Twitter used to be the place where everybody went okay if you had to if you're posting anything that wasn't video and even if you were posting video sometimes twitter was the place to go right you could you could follow everybody on twitter and if as a creator i knew that if i went to twitter i had at least a minuscule chance of getting my stuff out there and visible to people wasn't fabulous but it was better than nothing and I knew that, hey, that's just where the people were. Everybody was on Twitter, okay? And then comes the musk, uh, the muskening, and Twitter imploded, and it shattered the that side of the creator media space. And I'll tell you, man, I have no idea where I where to go here, right? So here, here's my problem, and here's why I've been thinking about this, right? I want to promote my streams. Right, over on Music Free Gaming, right? I've I've do all these Minecraft streams and stuff, and I want to promote the streams. I want to promote videos, right? I want to, uh, just sort of help build and draw people into the, my gaming channel. Okay, and it would be nice to draw them into the podcast, but mostly, mostly the gaming stuff, right? So, I've been thinking about this for a while. Where do I go? Right now. When Twitter imploded, every you know a bunch of people jumped ship. Not just the the uh, viewers, right? People just who are just read only Twitter users, but a lot of the creators, and uh, and a bunch of stuff spun out, right? You know, Meta threw up Threads as an extension of Instagram. Like, oh yeah, here, uh, here's our Twitter knockoff. It's it's over here. And then you've got Noster. I've talked about Noster before. It's a great system, but uh, because there's no backing, nobody knows about it. Now, because there's no backing, you don't have any sort of corporate um, influence, censorship, whatever you want to call it, on what goes there, which is good and bad, okay? I've talked about Noster's censorship problem um, Heck, it was probably back in episode two, okay? <laughs> it's It was a while ago. You've got Blue Sky, which spun out of Twitter. Um, it, was, it was actually in development 
before Musk bought it, but you know, it's out there doing its thing. That's sort of an invite only deal. You got a zillion and a half Mastodon servers, which are great because of the Federation, but then it's got there are some other I'm not gonna call them problems because they're not, but they are definitely things to consider. Like, hey, if I'm following Music Free Gaming, is it Music Free Gaming at Mastodon.social? Is it Music Free Gaming at some other place? You know, it's so there are some of those things because anybody can spin up an instance and put their own username at their instance, right? It's just like an email address, right? Which is awesome. I've been advocating for that type of thing for years, but there's um, I, I, there's the potential for confusion. So, what do we do, right? And that's and as as a creator, what do we do? So let's look at a couple of things. Now, I, I want to talk a little bit, even step back a little bit more, and talk about that monoculture of creator media sites because I think that's going to add a little bit of flavor and it's an important thing to consider. So what I mean by monoculture is it's not exactly a monopoly because Twitter was never really a monopoly um, and neither is someplace like YouTube, okay? But the reality is it might as well be because quote-unquote, everybody uses it, right? If you want long-form videos as opposed to the shorts that you might find on TikTok, right? If you want long-form videos, you go to YouTube. Now, there are alternate places you can go. You can go to Vimeo. You can go to Rumble. Um, there are probably a couple of others, but nobody really goes there. If you're looking for a video of, like, how do I do something, or, hey, I want to watch a Minecraft Let's Play. The first place you go is YouTube, right? I mean, it's just, that's just how the culture behaves. Live streaming is sort of the same way. Twitch is the, the 800-pound gorilla in this scenario. They are the monoculture. Everybody, again, air quotes here, everybody is on Twitch if you want to live stream. And there are alts. There are other places to go. You can go to Kick. You can go to YouTube, which is what I've done. You know, I'm live streaming on YouTube at Music Free Gaming. Or, you know, Rumble has a Music Free Gaming service, or Music Free Gaming. They have a live streaming service as well. Yes, I do post videos on Rumble, but, and I'll get to that here in a minute, actually. But even though I stream on YouTube, I still go to Twitch first for live streams. Now, mostly because I follow a lot of people on, on Twitch and I haven't spent the time on YouTube to find uh, creators that I want to watch on YouTube live, okay? Now, this is an issue. Where where do you do things, <laughs> right? I, again, as a creator, where do you go? Now, this is, there's a, another side of this for the viewer as well. It's like, hey, I want to go watch live streams. I, I don't know what's there. I just want to go find some Minecraft live streams. Where do you go? Right? And that's... Th these are sort of the questions that lead to, in a lot of ways, that monoculture. It's like, well, 
a bunch of people on Twitch, I'll just go watch people on Twitch. Which then leads to, hey, I want to stream, everybody's watching Twitch, I guess I'll stream on Twitch. And then that becomes sort of a self-fulfilling problem, is that, or self-perpetuating problem, and that you end up with everybody's on Twitch, even though there may be better options out there, just because everybody's already on Twitch, right? Now, again, coming back to, coming back to me, because it's all about me, it's always all about me, right? No, coming back to the creator side of things, right? I made the choice a year or so back to leave Twitch and stream on YouTube, okay? Now, I knew that was going to be a challenge for me because I, I'm, I am a Twitch affiliate, I, so I am monetized on Twitch. I can get ad revenue. I can get money from bits. I can get um, subscribers on Twitch, right? All of those things that can bring money. I don't have that on YouTube, right? I can do my own thing, and I have, by setting up, um, serv- you know, setting up a membership service on Kofi and at Fourth Wall, and other people use Patreon and stuff like that, which is honestly just even if you're creating on Twitch, setting up other sources of income is a good thing. Okay, diversify your income, y'all. So it's highly recommended, <laughs> but. Uh, I knew there was going to be an issue with that. Now, Twitch, until recently, did not allow uh, multi-streaming. So you were not allowed to stream to Twitch and to another platform with the same content at the same time. That at, with The same content is an interesting caveat, right? According to their terms of service, you could also stream to a mobile-first service like TikTok or Instagram, something like that. But if you're streaming different content at the same time, so for example, if I'm gaming and I'm streaming my game stuff to Twitch, if I'm sending just webcam or other info to to another service, does that count as multi-streaming? I think not because it's a different stream. It's different content, okay? On the other hand, I'm not a lawyer. And so if Twitch had decided to actually enforce that clause, which I don't think they ever did, um, it could be an issue. But why is multi-streaming a big deal? It's because the reality is not everybody's on Twitch. (laughs) Okay. Despite the fact that Twitch wants you to think they are the place to be, the only place to be for live streams, they're not. And so you get a lot of creators who are trying to reach out to other platforms, to audiences on those platforms, and sometimes to take advantage of perhaps better monetization offers on those platforms. Okay. And I get that. I multi-streamed for years. For a long time, I was using Restream, and I streamed to YouTube, and I streamed to Twitch, and I streamed to... uh, At the time, it was Beam, and it became Mixer. Okay. And when Restream started having issues with YouTube, I took a long, hard look at my content, um, my analytics, what I was getting for viewers and that type of thing, and decided, you know what? I'm going to focus on one platform because I was tired of dealing with the lowest common denominator of platforms, platform features, right? 
Now, there weren't as many at the time, but, you know, there were just some things. Oh, Twitch can do this, and YouTube could do that, and Mixer can do this, and if I want to have a unified experience for my viewers, I have to come down to the lowest common denominator. What can everybody do? And that kind of sucks. Or I have to tune each platform for what it can do, but now I'm maintaining three platforms and not one, and that becomes a big time sink, right? So I went to Mixer. Now, I want to say that, was that a mistake? No, I don't think it was for me at the time. I think there, there are definitely times, I think I stayed too long on Mixer. I think I probably should have gone back to Twitch a little sooner, but I had a lot of faith in Microsoft and what Mixer was doing. It was a great platform. I liked the RTS, what do they call it, FTL streaming protocol. It was really, really fast. Okay, the real-time uh, interaction was amazing because the latencies were so low. Okay, it was fabulous. And Mixer had some uh, user interaction features that... Twitch kind of sort of did a little bit when they added their channel points rewards, you know, the little buttons that can pop up and say, oh, tell the streamer to drink water or do other things, right? Mixer had that in an amazingly customizable fashion, okay? It was, it was amazing. But Mixer died. It was, it was a platform of streamers, by streamers, and for streamers. There was nobody else on there. And I, yeah, I should have moved back to Twitch. But especially when the pandemic hit, everybody, live streaming stats went through the roof, except on Mixer where they stayed flat. Okay, that wasn't great. But the reality is what we've seen now from Twitter's implosion, right? And and everyone sort of scattering out to different places on that side of the creator space we're starting to see that a little bit in the streaming space, okay? Now, this was driven in part by Twitch itself. Twitch's management, again, this was a year and a half ago. This was before their CEO left and, and things like that. They were making some really strange choices. And I, as I was looking at the choices Twitch was making, they really started to feel like it was a platform in downfall and they were throwing anything at the wall to try to save themselves it had a real mixer vibe there and that mixer towards the end was trying to do anything to get uh to get new viewers trying to uh, trying to shore some things up and none of it worked and twitch was trying felt like it was trying to do the same sorts of things and say Okay, maybe what what they're doing was different, but the reasoning felt the same. They're scrambling to survive. And I looked at that, and I looked at some of their decisions, and I looked at what I was doing with my content and decided, you know what? I really like streaming on YouTube, and I'm not real thrilled with what Twitch is doing. Maybe I'm going to consolidate on YouTube. And I did, and I'm very happy about that for the most part. Well, Twitch has sort of righted their boat a little bit. They've rode through the storms and they're 
I think they're a better in a better place now than they were a year ago, which is fabulous. But I'm not the only one who decided that maybe Twitch is not the place to be. And you had um, Kick spun up. You also had like Trovo, which I th- I don't know if Trovo is still around. Glimish is gone. Um, right, but you had some of these other streaming services come up because people were sick and tired of Twitch. Now, Kick was started by people who got tired of being kicked off uh, Twitch's platform for violating their TOS. And Kick is trying to overcome an early reputation for being a dumpster fire. <laughs> okay. I mean, for a long time, if you, you know, Twitch or Kick had prob- problems with people just outright streaming porn. Um, you had issues with uh, all sorts of really vile, just behavioral stuff that there's a reason these people weren't on Twitch anymore. And they're trying to overcome that. And they're trying to entice streamers in with what's like a 90-10 split of revenue, which is straight up amazing for the streamers. I don't think it's viable long term for kick, but that's what they're doing. And so you've got a bunch of streamers out there who are trying to multi-stream to take advantage of that. And multi-streaming sucks, to put it not to find a point on it. It's great. Uh, Harris Heller over on the Senpai Gaming Channel talked about a lot of reasons why first he was opposed to multi-streaming and now why he supports it with the idea that Hey, go to where your audience is, right? You don't have to, um, you're not necessarily limited to where you're at. The problem is consolidating all of that stuff is hard. And I don't think it's particularly rewarding for you as a streamer or the viewer, right? I was one of the, um, I was in the YouTube gaming discord the other day and there was somebody talking about the problem with, because of multi-streaming, a bunch of people who've just basically started streaming to YouTube, but have set their title to, hey, if you want to chat, go over to Twitch. Right? All They turn off comments and stuff on their stream and said, hey, I'm interacting with people over on Twitch, uh, but you can watch the live stream on YouTube. Okay, I mean, that's fine. But you're, it, it's just, feels like, feels spammy, I think is really what I, how I want to approach this. Because you're not, you're not streaming to YouTube for YouTube viewers. You're streaming to YouTube for Twitch viewers, right? And that's, it kind of feels spammy. Now, the other side of it, of course, is video production. If I'm creating long-form videos, where do I put it? And right now, the the answer is YouTube. I'm also posting vi- my videos to Rumble. Why? Because I wanted to try it out. Am I getting viewers there? Uh, viewers, plural, might be too strong a word. <laughs> I get a viewer or two over there, but I'm not... There's no reason, right? I'm I'm getting more viewers on YouTube than I'm getting on Rumble. Um, it's just 
I'm saying Vimeo has existed forever, but Vimeo's target audience seemed to be commercial videos. Like you can pay to watch these videos. You could subscribe to this channel um, as a content producer. You can upload your content there to so that people can you know pay for access. Right, you're selling your video, not just throwing it out there for the world to see. Okay, so it's a slightly different game over on Vimeo than what you've got on YouTube and Rumble. Rumble is just trying to be YouTube, but not to put too fine a point on it, they're trying to be YouTube, but from a uh, politically right-wing <laughs> standpoint, okay? Now, that in and of itself is not a bad thing. Competition in the space of ideas is also awesome, and that's the thing. one of the things I love about capitalism and really any sort of free enterprise is if you don't like what's happening somewhere else, build something better or at least an alternative. Now, are people going to come to your alternative? That's the question I'm trying to answer for myself right now. Right? Not that I expect, I'm not jumping ship from YouTube to Rumble. It's like, oh, YouTube is going away, I must rumble. No. But the question is, where do I put stuff, right? I'm one person doing this part-time, <laughs> right, as a hobby, right? I want to get stuff out there. I want to build up my audience, right? But where do I do that? Now, I've made the decision. YouTube is the place for my content, okay? Obviously, the podcast is here on Music Free Static on YouTube. The audio versions are out on just about every platform out there, plus the RSS is available. You can not even use any platform. Grab something like Antenna on your Android phone and you know, listen to it that way. But my streams and my long-form gaming videos, it's on YouTube because that's where I feel like I've got the best... I think it's the best environment for me and my content. Okay, that's... I've made that choice. The next question is, how do I tell people about it? Right? <laughs> and this is this is what I think is becoming a bit of a challenge with the shattering of the creator media space, particularly on the text side of things. Okay? I guess text and image in a lot of ways. So on the image side, mostly you've got Instagram. Okay, I guess Pinterest still exists, but uh, okay. But you've got Instagram. And the reason I'm dismissing Pinterest is not because it's a bad site, though I haven't used it in years. But Pinterest is more of a it's more of an idea board than a I want to throw my content here for instant updates and instant advertising. It's more of a, hey, I want to throw something here that's going to be a little more evergreen, right? Does that make sense? Instagram is a little bit more timely, right? So I think they fill different spaces. And what I'm looking at advertising my content and trying to reach an audience in some way, trying to reach people who may want to become part of my audience, 
where do I go? Right now, Instagram for images is horrible. Okay, despite the fact that it's, this is what Instagram has been was built on was sh sharing images. Heck, I don't think you can even post Instagram without an image of some sort. Okay, but they don't push their images at all, right? They they don't really push them out to feeds and stuff. No, what they're pushing is video, the the reels, right? Now they're trying to compete with all of that sweet sweet TikTok money, right? <laughs> TikTok showed up. It's like here. We're, you do minute-long videos, and they're going to be vertical, and this is all we are, and it's just swipe and swipe and swipe and swipe for the next videos, as well as the really deceptive tactic of, oh, I'm trying to leave TikTok. Oh, rather than exiting, let me throw you up another video first to try to keep you from leaving. Oh, I hate that. That is so skeevy. And unfortunately, it's a tactic that some other apps have copied. You know who you are. I'm not watching you because I don't do that, <laughs> right? I am not part of the TikTok generation, y'all. This may surprise some of you, but I, I, that's not going to make headline news. Middle-aged man, not part of TikTok, TikTok generation, you know. <sighs> but I, I am a write-only TikTok user. Now, if any of you have seen my gaming content... You know that I, right, I do these Minecraft videos. Well, I record shorts, yeah, short form video. YouTube calls them shorts. TikTok just calls them videos. <laughs> Instagram, it's reels, right? But it's things that are less than a minute, vertical format. And for me, they're just clips of my streams, usually funny, sometimes not. <laughs> I thought they were funny at the time, you know, nobody else thinks they're funny, but I post those suckers up there to try to bring people in and basically to advertise my streams, but hey, come watch. It's fun. See, look how much fun I'm having. Come join the fun because that's how advertising works. Well, back in the day, like two years ago, <laughs> Twitter was a great place to do that. Um, you know, Instagram was was a, a place to do that. I'm not going to say it was a good place. But at this point, Instagram was, is pushing video way more than they're posting, pushing still images, right? I can look at my stats for when I put, post a, a clip, and most of those get, a, get between 500 and 1,000 views. Not fabulous, okay? But that's, in a lot of ways, that's just sort of their, <laughs> their testing numbers. I get kind of that on YouTube with shorts as well. That sort of 1,000 to 2,000 view, okay? Which is nothing. So that's, that's testing data right there. <laughs> that's, that's YouTube pushing it out to see if people actually want to watch it, and then they'll feed it to more people. So those numbers are sort of the same on Instagram. But I look at the, when I do a, um, when I do a post on Instagram that's, hey, I've got a new video up. It's the title card and usually some other screenshots of the build and things like that. 
And yes, a link to the the episode so people can watch it if they choose. I get 10 views, right? It's almost nothing. I, I it's like, why bother? Well, because I've, I have to post this somewhere, right? Maybe, do I? Do I really have to post that somewhere? Well, if I want to get new v viewers, I need to post it somewhere, right? Is Instagram still a place to do that? Okay. The videos, yeah, maybe. And I, I've gotten some people who've come over from those. I've gotten people who've come over from TikTok. And I get, again, their testing data. I get about 250 views on most of my videos. And it's consistent. So, yep. Unless this particular video gets shadow banned and gets zero views, um, which has happened a couple of times, most of my videos kind of just hover around that 250, 300 view mark. That's just where it is. Okay. So where do I post stuff? Right. If I want to bring in new people, where do I go? Now, the random thought stuff that I'd often post, you know, to bring engagement, it's like, hey, look, I'm a normal person. Look at me being normal. Which, if you're following a brand account and they're posting those random thoughts, they're not doing it because they're just happy-go-lucky people. It's because they're trying to get engagement, trying to build connections to get people to come watch their content right, or consume their content, whatever content they're making, okay? Yes, it's true. Sorry to, to burst your bubble. On the other hand, you got to advertise somewhere if you want people to f find it, right? Sometimes, yes, people will stumble across my content because of YouTube search or they do troll through the uh, live streams or something. What's that? Where do I go? And this is becoming, because I, I'm going to use the phrase, it's becoming a problem. It is a problem for me. I don't know that it's actually a problem for the creator media space in general. Question mark? Okay. Why? Why is it, un, why is the question mark? Well, it's what do I do, right? So if I want to reach people and try to get them to come to my content, where do I go? Right, and that's how I started this this discussion. Where do I go? Do I post on threads? Okay, there there's definitely people there, though I think their usage dropped 90% after the first couple of weeks, right? There's blue sky, okay? But my personal usage is that I don't want to use my phone to do this stuff. When I'm doing stuff for my stream and things, I tend to be on a computer and I want to use my browser. So blue sky is a little bit, bit of an issue. I could use Noster, but that's not really, the audience I want to reach is not on Noster. Okay, I like Noster, but the reality is most of them are not looking for gaming content. I know, I've tried, and nothing. No, it's, that's just not what's, what's over there. If you want some fun political discourse, you want some subversive content, you want uh, to hear Bitcoin bros talking about Bitcoin things, Noster is the place for you. 
and I love the protocol and I love that, but, and the reality is I don't keep track of any of this anyway, because I cut most of that out of my life even before Twitter imploded. Because I don't think it's, the way it was being used was particularly good for anybody. And I may have to do another podcast on that um, at some point, but this is kind of where I sit is, okay, I could try to figure out Mastodon or try to, you know, figure out, I know how to use Mastodon. I've got an account. It's just, do I want to try to use Mastodon to reach people, right? Do I want to try to use threads? Do I, you know, I don't, I don't know. And what this tends to lead to then is content gets spammed everywhere. And this is what I'm doing with my shorts. I'm posting it to, to TikTok, posting it to YouTube, of course, because I, YouTube is my main place. It gets posted to Instagram for reels, right? I also posting it to Tumblr because why not post to Tumblr, right? <laughs> and really it just becomes content spam. Okay. Yes. Reach people where they're at. That's fabulous. I'm one person, right? Where can I go to actually maximize my effectiveness? I'm not going to say Twitter was necessarily it, but at least everybody was on Twitter. Right. And this is sort of a a problem we start running into. And if you're following people, oh, I'm following people on threads and I'm following people on blue sky and I'm following these Mastodon people. And now they're, they're posting everywhere. Now you just see the same content three or four different places. So what do we do, <laughs> right? Right, as a viewer, that that becomes an issue. And how many different apps do you want to check during a day? Which then goes back to, hey, is a monoculture a good thing or not? I tend to think not in a general sense, but it does lead to some interesting challenges. And that's kind of... I I don't have answers here. I just have questions. What happens here in the creator space with this? And I said, the reality is I just don't know. Because if I knew, I would, oh, yes, I will post all of my stuff over here. I I don't. And I don't know. If you have answers, please post them in the comments on, on YouTube or join my Discord server. Discord... And services like it, Gilded and things like that, are, in my opinion, the only true social media out there. I don't, all this rest of the stuff is creator media. It's a place for creators to post things to be consumed by everybody else, right? It's not a place to be social. So what's out there? What, what, what do we do? As content creators, what do we do? As viewers, what do we do? If you have thoughts, let me know. Drop them in the comments and say, hey, even if it's just, I use this app, I only use this app, and a great, I know I'm missing posts by somebody else. That's just how I feel about X right now, right? I have people, I'm, I'm part of their communities, but they post a lot of stuff to X that I never see because I don't use X. So... Is that a bad thing? I guess that's in the eye of the beholder, but 
right? How do we how do we deal with that? So, again, lots of questions, not a lot of answers. Um, something I'm definitely going to be thinking about for a while, for my own content production perspective. But I'm curious again, what do you think? And I, because I am, I really want to know. And now that I've rambled for a while, let's go ahead and shut her down for the night. Um, thank you all for joining me today. Um, like, subscribe, comment, you know, all of those happy youtube things or, you know, rate the podcast on your platform, whatever you want to do. And until next time, be excellent to each other. And this is Music Free Static signing off. <laughs>